Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Life is Mile podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Brian. I'm your other host. I am Sterling. Welcome, everybody. Brian, B-Top, how you doing? How's life? I am well. I am I am having fun, and I will tell you why I'm having fun, <laughs> because I got shot one yeah. of this goddamn vaccine. Sorry, Pam. I said I was going to work on not cursing so much, <laughs> but I'm excited. I do think my mom loves it when <laughs> we curse because we like never cursed growing up. <laughs> and then we became like grownups and we're like, I'm going to do it. And now we just swear all the time. And she's like, that's so funny. Yeah, I, it, I know my mom's probably a couple of episodes behind, but uh, yeah, I, I curse quite a bit and I never curse in front of my mom, like I, <laughs> to this day. Oh yeah. And I'm I'm gonna be 38 years old this year and I, <laughs> I do not curse in yep. front of my mom. So yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, so I got shot one. I'm anxiously awaiting for shot two. So as I can say in our little, as I said in the pre-show, I'm going to hug the shit out of everybody. If you're listening to this, I'm going to hug the shit out of you. Okay. (laughs) You're getting getting these hugs. Yeah. That's happening. Okay. Turn around. I'm right there. (laughs) (laughs) It is like such a good thing. Cause when What was it a couple weeks ago when we were all at the park and Andriana and I hugged for the first time in a year and we just held each other so tight and she started crying and I was tearing up and I was just like, I, she was like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. I was like, uh, you never have to apologize. Like we have not physically touched each other. And she's like very physically affectionate. And I was just like, I've missed this. Like it is Whew, it feels good. It feels she is good. A hugger. She's a hugger, ma'am. Oh yeah. It's it's what's up. Yeah. So sorry to any listeners who are not huggers. Uh this is happening. So happening. you Deal can you can either fight it or you can just accept it. But just, just lean into it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. I've I've gotten into beard oils since the <laughs> pandemic began. So I'm smelling good. My beard is soft nice so yeah go ahead just go ahead get a whiff enjoy i smell good i smell good enjoy this yeah yeah this is an experience now yeah ah good (laughs) good Good hugging times yes Sterling, what's going on in the world out here? What is going on? Well, I think it was last week, a, uh, <laughs> and I didn't really read much into this, but I thought it was phenomenal. A Texas museum had to remove a wax figure of Trump because visitors kept punching it in the face. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it so much. And I was like, I don't need to read anymore. I don't need to know what this museum was called. I don't know. I don't need to know anything except like that this was happening. And it got so bad that they were like, we just have to take this down. You know what? Normally when I hear a story like this, I'm like, come on, people, grow up. Yeah. Be mature. Be mature. But when I hear this, I'm like, yeah I, yeah, I get it. I would have done the same I thing. I would have punched it too. I probably I probably wouldn't have punched it. I probably would have gone for like a kick to the crotch. I would have definitely like posed with like middle fingers up in front of it, like Instagram story all over the place <laughs> with it. That would have been my that would have been my thing. I don't think I would have touched it because I am definitely a rule follower and I'd be like, we're not supposed to touch it, guys. <laughs> but yeah. I also wouldn't have stopped anybody from like kicking or punching it. <laughs> I'm not saying they should have did it, but yeah. I understand. I may have encouraged people to do it. I'd be like, just do it. Just hit it one good time. <laughs> That's me. That's me in like situations like that. I don't do it, but I'll tell other people to do it and see what happens. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? Donald Trump is a bitch. You should go you hit should, him. You should, you should punch, you should punch the shit out of that wax figure. 
Yeah, let me uh, reiterate, wax figures. So Secret Service, if you hear this, yeah. I'm not advocating hidden the disgrace. FBI person that follows me on my Or computer. FBI person that's watching me record this. Uh, we do not I, condone violence. Here at the we, Life is Mile podcast, we do not condone violence. As Matt Barnes once said, violence is never the answer. He then followed that up with, but sometimes it is. So maybe that's not the best <laughs> quote to use. <laughs> uh, what else is happening out there? Okay, let's, okay, yeah. So last week, and I'm, I'm going to broaden it. It's going to sound like I'm being very specific when I start here, but I promise I'm going to broaden this out. Gotcha. Um, the Justice League was a movie that came out a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it was god-awful. Uh, we in the nerd community were not pleased with it. It was uh, it was very shittily directed. The story was shitty. Um, the acting wasn't terrible, but they didn't have much to go on. Yeah. So yeah, just very a, a bad movie all around. Well, there was rumor that uh, Zack Snyder, director who likes to use uh, slow motion all the time, yes, he uh, had made a good version of Justice League, the Snyder Cut. And people have been clamoring on the interwebs. People who basically hate Marvel have been clamoring on the interwebs, trying to um, trying to get this movie released. Well, uh, DC gave Zack Snyder $80 million mm. to do some reshoots and he made the Snyder Cut, except it is four hours long. Four hours. That's so long. Four That's hours long. so long. And everybody I know that's watched is like, okay, it's not a good movie, but it's better than the original. And to them, I say, I am not going to watch a four-hour movie. One, I didn't like the first one. Yeah. So why would I watch a four-hour version of it? And two... <laughs> If you have to give somebody $80 million to do some reshoots, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's not going to be a good movie. And that is kind of my broad point. I I don't like reshoots after the movie has already been made, basically based off of internet buzz. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. a couple of years ago at Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, yeah. there was people ditched and moaned about how Sonic looked like in just like a split second shot. And they spent all this money to read. And I'm like, it's a movie about a blue hedgehog that runs fast. (laughs) Who gives a fuck about realism? (laughs) That's how I felt when people were so up in arms. And I was like, I think it's fine. Like, who cares this much? This is not something to care this much about. So much that it like, made them spend all that money to redo it i don't that that made no sense to me the only like reshoot that seemed to make sense to me was um all the money in the world where they had had it was about the uh i think it's getty like the kidnapping of like the getty grandkid or whatever and kevin spacey had played the the grandpa and then we found out he was trash and so Christopher Plummer came in and they reshot all his scenes or whatever and then he ended up getting nominated for an Oscar I didn't see the movie I'm just gonna be honest with people like I didn't I didn't really want to see the movie but that was the only one where I was like oh that's smart like you're still putting a lot into this and he ended up getting nominated and like that's a big deal but other than that I'm just like I don't what I don't need to yeah, if you can't get it right the first time, yeah. why? The, and here's where I get on my soapbox a little bit because I'm like, there are all these black filmmakers and women filmmakers mm-hmm. and other underrepresented um, classes of directors that don't get a shot. And then you'd give Zack Snyder $80 million to fix his goof-ups. Yeah, like exactly. Or fix DC's goof-ups on the same movie. Like, that's bullshit to me. Like, that movie, that money could have gone to, like, some young Mexican woman or some Asian guy who will 
will probably have to toil in anonymity for a few more years right. until they get a shot. Like when this could have been like a life changing thing. Like I don't know that. Yeah, it the whole thing just like made me angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. Well, other than the Snyder cut making me angry. I got unreasonably angry, I think, once I read the story of Kylie Jenner asking for money Yes. for her, let me get this correct, according to her, her former, former. makeup artist, not her yes. current makeup no. artist. They don't so. have a relationship, a personal relationship anymore. Currently. And her <laughs> current makeup artist posted about the accident and the family's GoFundMe dollars however even though kylie jenner is a billionaire okay even even if like she could have just put the money up to reach the goal and that would have been it and she didn't have to do anything or say anything or ask anybody for support she could have just put it up to the goal or even passed the goal a little bit because she's a billionaire like this is, I don't want billionaires asking me for money that they could easily cover without it actually impacting them. When your sister wears earrings that are $75,000 and like loses one and freaks out, like the idea is that then if they're asking for $60,000, this is something that you can easily cover. Yeah. And I saw a tweet too that was just kind of like, talking about it and the person was just like man the wrong people have money and i was like this is it this is like the theme right we're like we talk about like jeff bezos this man is worth just a ridiculous amount of money and i'm like you legitimately chose to be a super villain when you could have been a superhero and like that's what kills me i'm like you're lex luther you're bald <laughs> You've got all this stuff infiltrating our lives. You are Lex Luthor. You chose this path when you could have easily just been like, I'm going to fund all this stuff and still been a billionaire and people would have worshipped you. Like I did the math once. <laughs> I did the math once. I was very bored one day and I broke down how much money Jeff Bezos makes like to the like minute almost. I just like sat and like did the math and I'm not good at math. And I realized that in 30 minutes, and I think it's actually like less time now, but in 30 minutes, he could fund the entire budget of the mental health care organization I work for in a, for like the entire yearly budget in 30 minutes of his day. 1500 people are employees, right? all of their stuff, plus all the members that we work with, right? Like <laughs> everything funded in 30 minutes. And this fucker like gives $5 million to an organization here and there, or does like Amazon cares where it doesn't actually come from his pockets. Like right. these, these billionaires are making me crazy. <laughs> They're just driving me up a wall. Okay. A couple of things like, okay. So the Bezos thing, he, he had to give all that money to his ex-wife Mackenzie, who then gave it mm -hmm. gave a shit ton to like a bunch of HBCUs. I'm like, okay, that's cool. He has since cool. all of the money that he had to give to her in the split, he made that up in the pandemic alone. Okay. So yes. if you're yes. gaining billions in a global pandemic, you're a shitty human being. I'm sorry. You're a shitty human being. <laughs> yeah. You're so uh, crappy. Jeff Bezos, I was reading a comic book the other day, and <laughs> this villain, he's a super rich dude, super smart dude, and he's turning people into dinosaurs. So Spider-Man says, you can rewrite, rewrite DNA on the fly, and you're using it to turn people into dinosaurs. With that tech, you could cure cancer. And he looked at Spider-Man and says, but I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. That's <laughs> Jeff Bezos. That's Jeff Bezos. That's exactly right. That's exactly it. Like, he could do so much good in this world. Like so much. He could personally write a check 
and probably change a million people's lives like by wiping out their student loan debt. And he wouldn't Absolutely. even wreck, he wouldn't even know the money was gone. Yep. Cause he would make it back in what a week, two weeks, maybe even a year. Let's even say one year he would make all that money back and he could do it again. And it still wouldn't really impact him that much. Like that's what kills me because when studies have been done of like how much money you need to actually be happy, it's not like that much, but people are just, I, the greed, the dis, it's just disgusting. I'm like, please come on. And don't, don't at me with like, well, actually money is through stocks and blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. You are worth this much. <laughs> so in my mind and a lot of our minds, you can write a fucking check. Yeah. And so I just, I don't, I don't get, it's true. Whoever tweeted that tweet, the wrong people have money. The yeah. wrong people have money. Absolutely. And come on, I will. And here's how messed up I am. I'm like scrolling through Kylie Jenner's uh, tweet, Twitter account there. And she bought her kid who is homeschooled a book bag. That's cool. The book bag costs $12,000. No. <laughs> For no. a toddler. Oh. For a toddler. First of all, every parent out there knows that you don't spend more than $20 on your kid because they grow out of it. They ruin things. They stain shit. I'm not spending. Look. Never. No. Never. I don't even want to buy Julian name brand Legos because no. he'll break stuff. You think <laughs> I'm going to give him a $12,000 book bag? Are Hell you no. out of your damn mind? Hell no. I remember I was at Target and there was like this cute like sweater that I wanted to get Langston. And I was like, I'm sorry, $30? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not spending $30 on like a three-year-old who will wear it one time. 12 grand for a bag that they're just going to walk from their bedroom to the living room where I guess they do homeschooling. <laughs> what homeschooling are you doing for like a four-year-old? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, relax. Yeah. So fucking stupid. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> uh, another big thing that's been trending, at least like today and yesterday, was uh, shrimp tails <laughs> in the cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> so I forget the person's name, but he. Uh, wait, name? I got his name. Uh, Jensen Karp, who is, is married to Topanga. That's right. I just saw that like right before we came on. So he poured his bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, took a picture, and there were two little things in there that definitely look like shrimp tails. Like I was like, oh, that's, that's clearly shrimp tails covered in cinnamon and sugar. He posted it on Twitter and was like, yo, uh, General Mills, <laughs> like, what the hell? There are shrimp tails in my cereal. General Mills like was like, absolutely not. That's just pieces of cinnamon and sugar and he was like no <laughs> these are shrimp tails and they're basically like we don't believe you send us this stuff and he's like you you can see the picture this is shrimp tails this is not the first time that general mills has had shrimp products <laughs> in their cereal or whatever so in 2019 they had shrimp parts in a shipment of blueberries and they sued the shipping company in 2011 over it. So this is not the first time that they have had shrimp issues in their cereal. So people, of course, you have a shellfish allergy. Yes. People, of course, are bringing this up and absolutely. But also I'm just wondering like, how did shrimp tails get into a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I just don't understand it. This makes no sense. Well, I feel like I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So this has really affected me because I'm <laughs> like, man, if I had gotten that box, this would be a very special episode of Life is Mild, the So Long Brian episode. <laughs> it would be me. Because up. I'd be dead. <laughs> You'd be dead. I would have a sad send off. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, and their their explanation. So, uh, following further in uh, further investigation, Cinnamon Toast Crunch said that the image posted 
was an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended. We assure you there's no possibility of cross-contamination with the shrimp. So they basically said, who you go believe, us or your lion eyes? Like, I can see this. Like, it's right in front of me. <laughs> I'm like looking at the picture. <laughs> it's like that Chris Rock did about R. Kelly uh, and the P-tape. Yeah. And he's like, motherfucker, we know that's you. We can see you. We can see you. It's it's a Soul Train Award on the nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. It's just, and if you see the picture, it's shrimp tails. Yeah. Like, it looks like somebody was eating shrimp while they packaged the cinnamon toast crunch and just like threw the shrimp tail into the box, like two of them yeah, and just kept it packed. Like when you like pull the part, the meat part out and the shrimp tail, cause there's like even the little like hard shell part is yeah. still attached. It's shrimp tails. There's no other explanation. I was like, General Mills is trying to gaslight this dude <laughs> be like, you don't, what you see is not real. It's yeah. like, but it's legitimately in front of me. I can see this. I'm sending you pictures. This is a problem. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. And I love that he's basically like not dropping it because I feel like I too would be like fighting this because he said, you know, this is only going viral because you had an insane response. Otherwise I would have just dropped it. Like, right. Yeah. If, you just apologize and like, hey, you know, let us refund you kind of deal. This all goes away, but you gotta gaslight this dude, basically like make him seem like he's crazy or some dude that's making, what does a TV writer <laughs> and wife of Topanga, like husband of Topanga, like have to make up? Yeah. Like if he's gonna make something up, it's not gonna be with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> there's an, he was just trying to enjoy a nice bowl of cereal he's probably around our age so he loves it yeah. he's having a nice treat poured it out and realized like this is fucking weird and i should yeah. address this on twitter like yeah which is exactly what somebody our age would do exactly i'm not gonna like file a whole lawsuit and that's like not even it now i'm like file a lawsuit <laughs> Yeah, yeah like, you're you going to call me a liar? You're going to tell me that this shrimp tail that's sitting on my table is an accumulation <laughs> of cinnamon and sugar. It's not. And it's not. It is a shrimp tail. It is so clearly not. It's still pink. <laughs> it's, that's it. I was like, dude, General Mills was like, absolutely not. You're a liar. You're being lied to. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, I didn't even know like how to properly respond. I was like, yeah, well, of course, they're just going to like apologize to this guy and, you know, like come up with some insane, like, yeah. you know, someone was improperly eating on the showroom floor and yeah, we'll investigate happened. it. We apologize. We'll clean our conveyor yeah. belt, and blah, 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 blah. This all goes away. No, no, no. no. They double down and say, they... use a liar. <laughs> We ain't got no shrimp in there. That's just some cinnamon. Go ahead and eat it, bitch. <laughs> All right, so current events what's been going on in the world it's been a it's been a pretty shitty shitty time for a lot of people uh you know yeah. we we talk about a lot of serious stuff on here and we try to keep it light and i think that given the recent events it's hard uh to do that um with uh two mass shootings and and there's been more mass shootings in if we look at the definition of BI qualifies as a mass shooting, uh, there's been two in the last six days. So our first one has occurred um, in Georgia. I think it was six or seven days ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, but I don't think so. Um, and 
uh, in Georgia, uh, eight people were killed. Six of those eight folks were uh, Asian Americans. Um, and the shooter was a white dude. Um, and one of the things that we've witnessed when white people commit horrible acts is a lot of excuses or a lot of like, oh, but he's a good guy. So for this dude, you know, they talked about how he went to church. Um, and then the sheriff of Georgia, I believe it was the sheriff, came out and was just like, well, he was having a bad day. And I got to tell you, I'm real fucking tired of having to deal with white men and their bad days in this country because it's literally killing us. So that's fun. And so there's a lot of attacks on the uh, AAPI folks um, that have existed. This one kind of pushed it forward, I think brought a lot more attention, but it's been happening. It's uh, increased 150% in the past year. A lot of this has been uh, push forward because of people saying like China virus and backing Donald Trump with his rhetoric and horrible racism. Um, so yeah. So I think the biggest thing is just white dudes getting excuses, like why they did something terrible while the rest of folks are just, you know, labeled as terrorists and thugs and what have you, whenever they do something. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, Zach Fox, very funny Twitter follow. Um, he tweeted uh, like a picture of a guy um, on a, a, a jet ski. And he said, this is how photos be looking in headlines when a white man kills his entire family. And damned if he's not right. Yeah. This 21 year old dude killed eight people at three different massage parlors. And the first story I saw about him was how he was such a quiet guy in high school and no one believed he could do it. Mm -hmm. And how his dad was heavy in the church and his mom hosted movie nights. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Mm -hmm. Like he's a 21 year old murderer. Like yeah. that's, that's it, that's the story. The story yeah. is about those eight people that went to work that day to take care of their family and didn't get to go home because this lunatic was having a bad day. Yep. Like that's the story. And, and I probably he... shouldn't use lunatic. I feel like that's a little, I don't know. It's teetering on that crazy. I don't like to use crazy anymore. But right. That's, yeah. Yeah. And like, and then claiming that it was some sex addiction. So now I work in mental health. I've read up on sex addiction. It is not in the DSM uh, because it's hard to qualify. And a lot of people don't actually consider it a form of addiction or anything like that. And some people do, there's a lot of debate. Um, and I've read up on, a, on sex addiction stuff. And in my limited research, sex addiction does not lead to mass murdering. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Uh, so that's false. And listening to the guy who just murdered a bunch of people, six of them being Asian Americans during a time where Asian American uh, hate crimes have escalated significantly to listen to him and him be like, no, 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 this wasn't, <laughs> this wasn't racial. This was my sex addiction. And they're just being like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. What? So can I use sex addiction as an excuse for when I get into trouble? Like I get into a car accident. Oh, you know what? I have a sex addiction and I'm having a bad day. So I guess I get off, right? Like there's no repercussions, no consequences to my actions. Like what the fuck? I was just reading all of that was just so infuriating because it's just like, how about he's just a racist piece of shit he had access to guns. Actually, what was it? He was able to get the gun the same day <laughs> that he killed them. Mind you, in Georgia, you cannot register to vote and vote on the same day, but you can get a gun, like go and register for a gun or whatever and get it on that same day, but not to vote. You cannot do that because voting, but you can get your guns. So, you know, move to Georgia. <laughs> What's insane is the uh, the microphone that I'm using right now, mm -hmm. I called Best Buy to see if they had it. 
I could not get it on the Tuesday that I called. I had to go on Wednesday. See? He was able to get a gun, and I couldn't get a damn condenser mic a on the same day. Same day. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, and even, like, we could even use, like, vaccination stuff, right, for COVID. And I know there's all this other stuff about storage and supply. But life-saving vaccinations cannot be can't you can't get them but i could go get a gun without problem there is there is an issue there is a problem here in this country and no you know whatever ted cruz today our favorite our favorite ted cruz person <laughs> that uh, fucking blobfish on the senate floor you know oh so every time there's a mass shooting we have to talk about gun control this is just theatrics are you fucking kidding me? Okay. We've had two, we've had more than two mass shootings if we look at the different definitions, but let's just say the two ones that have made it to the spotlight in a week and you think this is theatrics, people are fucking dying. The same qualifiers of like why people commit mass shootings exist across the globe, but mass shootings only tend to happen in America. That is because for every person we have like, there's two guns per person in this country. Like that's how many guns we have here. And I grew up with guns. I had them in my house, but like, come the fuck on. We don't, this is just, it's a gun problem. Like, can we just please like recognize this? The ridiculousness of that statement. Every time, Every time. there is a mass shooting. Every time, meaning multiple, multiple times. mass shootings. We do this every year, apparently. Yep. And you're mad that people want to have the conversation because that's theatrics. No, theatrics is hopping on a plane to Cancun, mm -hmm. blaming that flight on your daughters, mm -hmm. then flying back and handing out bottles of water. Yep. That's theatrics. theatrics. Is making a fucking joke at CPAC about going to Cancun and being like, oh, it's not as warm as Cancun as, you know, in Florida or whatever. You're a fucking piece of shit. Fuck these Republicans. Fuck this whole thing. It's the answer is right there. It is right there. People have done the research, even though Republicans continuously try to block any type of research done on gun violence, right? They don't want a registry. They don't want all this information out there. It's an infringement upon our rights. I'm sorry. I would like to go to the grocery store without fearing for my life. Like I should be able to walk into the store, get my pineapple and, you know, mac and cheese without thinking that, you know what, I might get shot today. I think that that's a greater right. I'm just going to say, I think I have a, I have a right to that, to just live my life freely without fear of getting shot in a mass shooting because somebody had a bad day. Fuck that. Yeah. And the, uh, what, who's the uh, sheriff there that, <sighs> that did his whole little, basically is on the defense for this shooter. Mm -hmm. Okay, one, he told you that it's not racially motivated. So it, it's not racially motivated, racially guys. Motivated. Because if we can trust anybody, we can trust the guy that indiscriminately shot eight people, mostly of Asian descent. Mm -hmm. Second, having a bad, when I have a bad day, <laughs> I have bad days, it happens. Yeah. I get in my car. I turn on some loud, very ratchet music, come home, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit too short with my wife. I apologize. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a, not you know, a perfect human. Not perfect. But you know what I do? I watch a little TV. I lay down. I wake up the next day and I'm fine. And I'm fine. Yeah. I, usually I just, don't commit mass murder because I'm having a bad day. No, I don't go and kill a bunch of people because I'm having a bad day. I usually just like let it out on Carl and Langston, apologize profusely and go watch Scrubs or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then I'm over it. That's how I deal with my bad days. I do not kill people because I'm having a bad day. And then to use sex addiction as like an excuse. Um, well, I'm gonna expound on that one too, but to use sex addiction as an excuse is another ridiculous thing because wouldn't that just mean like you hurt yourself? You you um you 
compulsively masturbate. You 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 do stuff. You don't go buy a gun, yeah. plot out spas, and then go on a cross state right. driving, cross city driving uh, shooting spree. And like, say like, oh, I'm trying to get rid of the temptation. You're what? What are what are you lying about? Then You're play a video game, game, you dickhead. Yeah. Like you don't kill people. You don't kill people. And then I saw like a bunch of, oh, well, this is why he should probably just like hire a hooker or something because of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so we're going to put sex workers in the line of like in in danger with this this murderer, because if he'll shoot like eight people that he doesn't know, like just because he paid someone for sex doesn't mean he won't kill them later. Like, right. Like we can't use that as a well. He should just pay a hooker and do, 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 do. like no. He shouldn't kill people. That's it. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. This should not be a thing. This should not exist. And the he fact we have to say have, that. Yeah. Ah! He shouldn't have access. He shouldn't be able to access a gun that easily, and then just go and kill people. This is just not how things should work. I'm yeah. tired of it. Like it's. It, and it, of course, you know, our, our country starts to open up a little bit and immediately mass shootings start to happen again. They were like, they did some study. They were like, mass shootings were down in 2020. Why is that? And it's like, what the, why are we we're at home? Money? We're all at home. This is not hard to figure out. Why are you wasting money on this? I could have told you, you could have just asked like 12 random people on the street. Why do you think mass shootings are down in 2020? Because we're all at home. Like, duh absolutely 100% that's why the minute we start opening up again people start getting killed it's a gun problem yeah. <laughs> like, and i've seen it. people trying to like shift it to like a sex trafficking problem because it was like at a massage yeah. problem like no no nope. nope. this is a gun problem a gun those problem. people weren't sex trafficking Yep. They were giving massages yep. which is what you do at a massage parlor a massage parlor Stop trying to move the goalposts yep. and call it what it is. It just is. Like, stop, stop. Just please stop. I'm tired of it. Um, <laughs> in other news, <laughs> other terrible news. So It gets the, better. It gets better. <laughs> in the UK, a young woman named uh, Sarah Everend was kidnapped um, and killed. Her remains were found, uh, I think this was like last week or something. We'll come to find out. Uh, a cop did it, followed her, kidnapped her, uh, and killed her. Um, and so the UK was trying to figure out ways to decrease violence amongst women. And one of the things that they suggested <laughs> was that they were going to put a bunch of plainclothes officers into clubs and bars and stuff. And the idea was that they would be able to witness things without being uniformed. They would be able to witness things happening and be able to stop it. But what I feel like they're forgetting is that a cop committed this horrific crime. And during the protests, there were a lot of like fights, people, women were getting arrested. The cops, you know, were being terrible. And it just, I mean, when it comes down to it, cops are not the answer. Like, are we not, this is like, it's such the American way, right? Oh, well, we believe that this thing works, even though (laughs) there's no proof that it's actually working all the time. But let's just dig our heels in even deeper and put more money towards it. And it often is with like police officers. And it's just like, there's better solutions. I don't know exactly what the solution would be in the UK with the Sarah Everend situation, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe adding more cops is not the solution, especially when a cop was the one that did it. Yeah. Um, cop Adding more cops to a situation has never had like a good, you know, a good end to that story. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not like a hundred percent sure. I was reading a story. I, I don't know if it's Sarah Everand or if it was another story. So forgive me for that. But um, the woman basically called and was making complaints 
about a stalker and the police didn't listen to her. They actually fined her for calling too much. Mm. And then she was later assaulted by the stalker that she was calling to make the complaints on. Like adding more cops to that situation isn't going to help. No. Uh, adding someone that would have listened mm -hmm. would help. Yeah. But adding more cops to a situation. And we see it even in Chicago, like yeah. in the Inglewood neighborhood. Uh, people always talk about how dangerous Chicago is, but they don't want to talk about is how they closed all the high schools in that area, mm -hmm. how they closed all the like factory jobs in that area. So there's no schools for people to go to. There's no places for their parents to work. Yep. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Like now that, you know, thankfully there's some uh, good community groups, people are putting money into the area and surprise, surprise, crime dropped. Yeah. Oh my God. Fun fact, like housing and jobs and education resources, like actually improve communities, not police officers. Who would have thought that? Oh, just a bunch of us who can tell you that like even Lori Lightfoot put with the COVID like relief funds or whatever, dumped a bunch of money back into the police like force. And it's like, this isn't working. <laughs> it's not working. Please stop doing this. We are telling you, people have written papers. They were giving you lists of like how you can allocate resources to make it more effective. And even if like that doesn't work, what we're doing now doesn't work. We have to try something else. Yeah, this is my whole thing. America is just so like, this is the American way. And I'm like, but it's not working. <laughs> it's not working. We are not the greatest country in the world. Children are hungry. Like you're mad when kids need to eat at school. And like, that's why they need to go to school. And it's like, because you don't want to give people jobs. You don't want to give people health care. Like none of this is working. Why are you so like dead set on keeping it the same way when it's not working it just yeah. doesn't work and like people say like defund the police and they lose their mind mm -hmm. but i'm like you've been defunding schools Forever. for years like to the point where they charge children to eat and if they don't pay the bill they won't feed children children you have teachers paying out of their own pocket for supplies. Like, that should like, not be a thing. That would be like me, a car salesman, going to work and then looking at a car and being like, well, I guess I better go out here and get this oil changed before, you know, right. I try to sell it. Like, right. no, no, that's not how this works. It should not be you this get way. teachers the teaching aids that they need. And if you have to take a, take a tank away, from, I don't know, a Naperville police force because God knows Naperville doesn't need a goddamn tank. What do you need a tank for a in tank a town for? like Naperville? Exactly. Why do you need military like assault grade weapons yeah. in like Fox Lake? Exactly. What's happening in these little towns? It drives me absolutely <laughs> insane. It makes me so angry because I'm like, the answer is right here right? It was like something just came out where they were saying in the next pandemic, if this were to happen again, it's going to cost us like $22 billion or something like that. And somebody was like, oh, you mean 3% of the defense budget? And it's like, exactly. We spend all this money on planes that are never flown, tanks that are never used, guns that are, don't go anywhere. And I was like, Unless Black people meet and say, stop shooting us. Yeah, exactly. they, they magically come out. They magically appear. It's just like our children, children are, have like, are like the highest percentage of like homeless rates, homelessness rates in the country. They, they aren't being fed. They, they, the schools are way too overcrowded. It's ridiculous. And all it's, you just have to be like, can we just throw some money towards schools? just anything different can we please please try something new 
the money is there. Stop saying we don't have the money for things. We do. We just have to reallocate it from other places that it's just being wasted. I fucking hate it here sometimes. And I think that's, this is where I believe Obama had a good point when he was talking about defund the police. Like the message people will are more likely, I think, to listen to it because you got to like spoon feed these idiots. You can't yeah. say defund the police. You got to say like, you know, a fund reallocation. Mm -hmm. You got to say um, a, redistrib a redistribution <laughs> effort. Yeah, just <laughs> like, something. Yeah, but make them feel good, okay? Because, oh, God damn it, we can't keep doing the same thing. <laughs> and it's everything over and over again, all of it is just this vicious cycle. And it's like, how do we stop this? We know exactly how to stop this. We know exactly how to solve these problems, but y'all don't want to, you know, either pay a little bit more in taxes or just take away from certain programs that clearly are not working to help like fix these problems. I fuck, I hate people. It's I just like, think we've I'm done so nothing and we're all out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it. Well, I will tell you somebody that is getting it right now. And that would be right wing lawyer, Sidney Powell, who good friends of the show, Dominion Bowden Systems, shout out, uh, sued her for, you know, just a couple of bills, a couple yeah. of billions. Nothing much. <laughs> and she came out uh, in a court filing and she basically called everybody who believed in her dummies. Dummies. <laughs> They said, as she moved to dismiss the $1.3 billion defamation lawsuit Dominion filed against her, her attorney stated in the filing, even assuming that each of the statements alleged in the complaint could be proved true or false, no reasonable person would conclude that the statements were truly statements of fact. She is calling... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if you believed what she said and anything that any of them said, you're not a reasonable person. You're a dumb, dumb idiot is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. She used legalese to call. And I don't <laughs> think we have any uh, anybody that believes in uh, the Trump campaign listening to us. But if, if you are out there, I'm sorry. This lawyer called you a dumb, dumb, dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're an idiot. How dare you believe this thing that I've been spouting off all these few months? Like, absolutely, you're just dumb to even think that that could be factual. Your Honor, in my defense, these fucking morons will believe anything. Anything. <laughs> they believe they believe Hillary Clinton's running a sex ring out of the basement of a pizza parlor that doesn't have a basement. <laughs> I just, I saw that today and I just busted out laughing. I was like, y'all are getting played. Like, this is the thing. I feel like everybody gets played on both sides. That's fact, right? There's a lot of us, I think, here on the left <laughs> where you, me, are a lot of our friends. We don't have a ton of faith <laughs> in our government. We tend to vote one way because, you know, we don't hate gay people and we're pro-choice like this is kind of what it comes down to it's like i'm not i don't want to discriminate against a bunch of people um but seeing like when you have so much faith in someone like trump and his whole team and all his minions and now they're just telling you like mm -mm, you're dumb if you actually believe that i'm like you're getting played <laughs> like why do you keep believing them we told you they are liars they do not have your back. They will throw you under the bus immediately. We saw it with January 6th. We saw that shit happen and we're continuing to see it. Please stop thinking that they give a shit about you. They don't care. They don't care. They want your vote so that they can have power and they can keep getting them checks for whatever it is from their backers and their donors from big oil and the big healthcare insurance companies. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. They yeah, don't, I don't care. I don't know how they got like this rep of like the everyman party. I'm like this. He shits on a gold toilet. On a gold toilet. <laughs> like, are you nuts? It's they absolutely do not care nuts. about you. 
I, I saw like uh, one of those like parlor takes uh, Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. This guy, uh, I guess he uh, he read the briefing and he just like, I don't know what the parlor version of tweet is, but yeah. he uh, he says, um, guys, I'm beginning to think that Donald Trump is going to lose the 2020 election. <laughs> <laughs> and he says that in all seriousness, like it's not a joke. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop. It It is just fucking insane. Oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, uh, another little bit of good news, um, because I don't want any of these people to have any joy in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm that the hater from uh, Chappelle's show. I wish all the bad things in life happened to them and only them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the stormers of the Capitol her husband divorced her after she took a picture with another man at the Capitol. <laughs> she took her side piece, Capitol Storming. She had reportedly been speaking with this man since November. The husband basically asked her not to attend the rally. And then he saw a video of her inside the Capitol building with Mr. Grayson. <laughs> oh, Mwah. That's so beautiful. She, she not only was hit with federal charges of violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds, um, she also got divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> don't take, don't take your side piece to something that's like nationally televised. The whole world is watching you. And you're going to take the person that you're having sex with on the side to it. You're a dummy. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, if you're going to have a side piece, take them with you when you go to commit capital crimes. That's, (laughs) that's a good, that's a good rule. That's the American way. Like, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure like on the, cause there was a lot of police there at that Capitol. So I'm not sure if the husband, you know, he didn't want to be there himself, but right. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he did divorce her as soon as he saw the video. So, (laughs) you know, good on him. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. Well, that's what you get. I don't know. (laughs) Consequences to your stupid, stupid actions. All of them. First, going into the Capitol, being a terrorist, essentially. And then, you know, having an affair and getting caught. I don't know what to say. <laughs> You've fucked up in so many ways, you dummy. Yeah, you're going to jail. You're, you're going gonna to lose your, and this guy's gonna get everything that he asks for in this divorce because Absolutely. you're a federal criminal now. Yeah, like, oh yeah, you're you're done. You're done. And though. he's a respected member of the Shaler Township Police Department <laughs> and a member of FBI, uh, the FBI Pittsburgh Violent Crimes Task Force. Oh, oh. Done, oh, she done fucked up for real. She totally fucked up. She's a what? Yeah. Idiot. She's dumb. What is happening? Yeah. Why are there so many dumb people? I'm not saying that I'm the smartest person in the world. I'm not the dumbest either. But like, what? How? Do, does nobody watch like any true crime or even Law and Order SVU? They can catch you. Everybody's you're gonna get caught if you do stupid shit. I don't understand it. People are just dumb, and I can't. I can't. Like I've seen people who weren't doing stupid shit get caught. Like there yes. were people at the Black Lives Matters rally. They caught somebody because they saw a picture of the T-shirt that they had on, traced it to the Etsy shop that they purchased it from, and just basically backtracked until they found this person that way. This was just somebody saying, like, police, stop shooting unarmed Black people. Yeah, right. You go to take, like, a shit on, like, the Capitol, you know they coming after you. They're coming for you. You're getting caught. And it's not going to be, I don't, I'm not going to say it's, like, out of some, some sense of moral right and wrong. It's really more out of, like, embarrassment. Yep. Like, that's, that was my whole thing. I was like, I'm, 
a hundred percent sure they're gonna catch all these people because they got embarrassed. Yeah. Ugh. Idiots. Fucking idiots, all of them. <laughs> this lady, that QAnon shaman dude who's like yeah. bitching about not getting organic food. Organic food. There the was dude. one guy who was like, whoa, just recently, I think it was today where he's like, I'm not used to being in jail. I have no like history of being in jail or whatever. He was one of the guys and it's like, dude, what a lot, of, what, this is not an excuse for you to get out. I have no history of being in, neither do I. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I don't commit crimes because I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to have to deal with that. That's like his reasoning for trying to get out. And it's and like stories like even publicity, uh, like publicizing like this stupid ass reason for wanting to get out make me angry. Yeah. Because of like, oh, there's a case in North Carolina where a little boy who's six years old got arrested mm-hmm. for like public destruction because he picked some flowers while waiting for the bus. Mm-hmm. And he's so little that in court, they had to give him a coloring book to like hold his attention. And I'm like, that shouldn't be happening. No. Why are we wasting resources, time, money? What he is six, he is Langston's age. He is yeah. my son's age. If somebody tried to arrest him, I'm going to jail because I'm I'm beating up cops. Like this yeah. is it. I'm getting shot in the street because I'm mad because they're gonna try to arrest my son over some bullshit thing that kids do. Who's the fucking Karen? that called right. the police. Right. And who's the shitty police that decided to invoke some invoke stupid ass rule that I would clearly wasn't it. written. It clearly wasn't written to like punish children, children. for picking flowers. flowers. And then these people are, but I'm not used to prison. I'm not used to re- I don't know what this is like. Shut I up. stormed the Capitol. I should be able to go free. I'm a patriot. Fuck you. You're a criminal. This is what you get. You're a law and order person, right? This is who you voted for. This is what you wanted. You wanted law and order, even though you motherfuckers are killing cops. So like, I don't understand. Blue lives matter till they don't. So they They only matter when they're killing black people. That's what you got to remember. Mm -hmm. Yup. So good times here on the Life is Mild. (laughs) (sighs) Good days. Happy fun times. You know, maybe the world will stop being a dumpster fire for the next two weeks. So the next time we can like basically joke through a whole episode. That'd be wonderful. That'd be great. is a very special 10th episode for us this though. is 10 whole episodes we've been doing it we've been killing As, it i was reading the new york times piece where it said all the podcasts that have been started most people only get through three episodes no not way. us not, not us. us look at us okay we're consistent we're giving you this content baby. oh yeah we got shit to talk about <laughs> and y'all are gonna hear it you're also gonna get these hugs <laughs> <laughs> don't think i forgot <laughs> When you walk into your car, I want you to look over your shoulder because it could just be me running at you. Just me. With a hug. Arms wide open, ready for that embrace. It's happening. Here for it. <laughs> and on that very creepy note, <laughs> Sterling. Who can get it? <laughs> all of you listening are going to get that hug, but Sterling, who in particular can get it this week? <laughs> well, the Oscar nominations came out um and i was looking through them they were much better than the golden globe nominations um and i realized i was like a lot of these dudes can get it and i think a couple of them have already been on my can't get it list so (laughs) because you know that's me um my can get it winner of the week is steven yun uh he is nominated uh for best actor for minari which i haven't seen yet he was also in the walking dead he was like a fan favorite. I didn't really watch The Walking Dead. I think I watched the first season. Um, but I was looking at some pictures of him. Because, you know, now everybody's like doing pieces on them and stuff. And I was just like, he's very attractive to me. So <laughs> he can definitely get it. He's wildly talented. 
Uh, I'm very proud. I think this year we have, he's nominated, uh, Minari's nominated for best picture. Uh, the director is nominated and the director of Nomadland, who's also Asian American is nominated. And so these are like the first time Asian Americans have been nominated for best actor and like best director or something like that, which is really disgusting since it's 2021. This yeah. should not be history making. This should have happened already. Um, but even so, very proud of him, um, excited, like I would be happy to see him win um, just because I think that's great. And he is really talented uh, and very attractive in all his pictures. <laughs> I was like, you, and he's just, he's just very good looking. My runner up is Riz Ahmed. Ahmed. I think it's Ahmed. Um, he was also nominated for Sound of Metal. He was in uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars story, which is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time like putting that down in my podcast history, putting it on record. Um, I heard he's kind of a jerk, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm going to let that slide because I think he is very good looking. So he is my runner up this week. How about you, Brian? Well, with apologies to Elizabeth Olsen. She never uh, made the cut. <laughs> she didn't make the cut this week. So maybe next time. Maybe next week. Tune in. Uh, <laughs> The person, well, first I'll give you my runner up. My runner up is uh, Jill Marie Jones. Uh, if you don't know Jill Marie Jones, mm. uh, she played uh, the very bougie Tony Childs on uh, one of my favorite shows, Girlfriends. Very bougie, very trash too. Her character was very shitty. But they all were like not they good really friends to were. each other. They were really uh, crappy. You know, uh, yeah, Maya was probably the best of the friends. Yes. She was, uh, she was the winner. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, they were all very terrible friends to each other. But yeah, Jill Marie Jones, very attractive uh, lady. Uh, she's looked the same uh, for 20, 20, 25 years. Has um, not aged. Has not aged. In fact, none of the actresses on Girlfriends has not aged. Not one of them. <laughs> Tracy Ellis. Exactly. Uh, Golden Brooks. Yep. I follow uh, all of them on Instagram and I'm just like, my God, like you, you could just make this show now and play the same age that you did then. And nobody would know. Yeah. I was like, oh, so you guys have just decided not to age. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. That's why I didn't know that was an option. But, I, I okay. would have signed up for that if I had known. Okay. I could have had that choice at some point. Missed that day in puberty school. But anyway, <laughs> Jill Marie Jones, uh, I, she didn't do anything recently. Um, no. So it was she just good. Yeah, uh, I follow her on the Twitter. Uh, yeah. She posted a selfie, and I was like, hmm, "That's a very attractive woman." Yeah, and she looks the same. So I follow her on out Instagram, and I was like, "My God, woman, you look great." I also yeah. follow her on the Instagram now. So <laughs> yeah, she's she a good-looking lady. Uh, and my winner, longtime crush, probably my first crush, actually. Now that I think about it, uh, Lisa Bonet. Yeah, and again, no real reason. No. Uh, Somebody just posted a picture of like uh, Jason Momoa and uh, Lenny Kravitz like hugging each other, talking about their friendship. And they're like, what could bring this together? Lisa Bonet. Lisa and I was Bonet. like, you're goddamn right. Yeah, only her. Goddamn her right. Beauty. She's so pretty. It's ridiculous. And she doesn't, she hasn't aged. Has like, not she's aged. Like some gray in her like locks. And I'm just Slight like, yeah, you're like 50. Obviously, yeah. you're going to have some gray hairs, but it's just like, my God, because she was on an episode of New Girl and she was playing like this like hippy dippy like teacher person. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you just look the same as you did when you were on the Cosby show and a different world that first season. My goodness, just yeah. not, no aging ability. She looks the same age as her daughter. Yeah. So. Daughter also can get it, but you know, not this week. Not um, this week. <laughs> yeah, this Maybe week mom gets week, it. We might need to make a spot for Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> it might be Elizabeth Olsen's week next time. Who knows? So tune, tune in to a very special 11th episode of the Life is Mild podcast where we find out, can Elizabeth Olsen get it? Can she get it? We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, she's talented, but can she get it? Can she get it? <laughs> That's the real question. Well, thank you everybody for joining us on our 10th episode. Um, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
It's a bad